What's up, everybody? Pat Flynn here, and welcome to episode 367 of Ask Pat. Thank you so much for joining me today. All right, here's Daniel. Hey, Pat, man. What's going on? My name is Daniel, and I'm currently working with a company that does one-on-one services with children with autism, and they're looking into expanding into online webinars. Now, my question is, what equipment do you need to record a webinar? Now, you have plenty of resources for the webinar launch sequence and you know, maximizing the reach and everything like that, but I can't really find anything on the fundamentals of recording the actual video. So I'm looking for, you know, what camera would you recommend? Do you need external audio microphones? Do you need lighting? Um, just kind of something similar to your podcast tutorial and setting up a podcast, but for webinars. I appreciate it. Love everything you do, man. Keep it real. Hey, Daniel, what's up? Thank you so much for the question today. I really appreciate it. And just as a kind of rundown, I'm going to go over the different equipment and software and websites you can use. Now, I'm not sure where you at you where you are at exactly with the whole setup and stuff, but just for everybody out there, because this is this might be the first time people might be learning about webinars, I want to go through the whole process. And there's obviously different options you can use and stuff like that. But we'll get to the recording aspect of it as well, which is obviously very important because with recordings, you can give those to people who didn't attend a webinar. Maybe they signed up for a webinar and couldn't make it for whatever reason. And different kinds of webinar software can share with you those who had sub, uh, subscribed to watch but did not. And you can send those people the replay. Plus, you might as well send everybody the replay because everybody may want to watch it again. And that's a good thing to do, especially if at the end of the webinar, for example, maybe you pitch something. It's another opportunity for people to get that pitch to buy whatever it is that you're perhaps selling on that particular webinar. Plus, a replay is uh, something you could sell if you wanted to record the webinar. Maybe it's a private webinar and then you wanted to sell it. Uh, as its own thing later on. You could do that. Or maybe it's something you could include in a membership site or a course that you have so you can record it and plop it in there. Maybe you record the webinar and then you put it on YouTube. There's a lot of different things you could do with the recording of a webinar. Now, webinars are super high value, which is absolutely why you want to record them. Now, if you use GoToWebinar by Citrix, GoToWebinar, if you go to askpat.com slash webinar, that's the affiliate link for that. Uh, it, it is rather expensive, but they do have recording software, so they can record it. But I actually record it using other tools, which I'll mention just in a second here. But let me let me start from the beginning. Webinars, different ways to do it. John Lee Dumas has sort of made Google Hangouts a very famous way to do uh, webinars. And it's a great way to do it because it's free, and there's other tools out there that go along with Google Hangouts to make it easy and have the registration process. There's one called Webinar Jam that can do that for you, or you can do it manually using lead pages and some combination of an internet uh, or an email service provider like AWeber or Infusionsoft or other along with Google Hangouts, and you can put the embed code into a particular page on your website, like a live page. That's how John does it. He does it very well. So you can do it that way, and that can be recorded in a number of different ways, which I'll get to the recording again in just a second. Then you could use a tool, or you could otherwise use a tool, like I mentioned earlier, called gotowebinar.com. That's what I've been using lately, too. That I like the process because it's fairly easy to set up a webinar, and it's very... Uh, the, the the flow and the process for a registrant is really nice, and they automatically send out these reminder emails beforehand. It's very professional. The software is very reliable, and those are the only two that I've done in the past. I've done both Google Hangouts for a webinar and also GoToWebinar for 
a webinar. Now, in terms of the equipment, well, a lot of times on webinars, you're going to share your screen. So whatever's on your screen is is great. Mostly people who are using GoToWebinar use screen sharing features. It automatically does that, and it allows you to choose which window you want to share. You can also share your webcam. So you could switch from the screen that you have to the webcam. And yeah, you could do the same thing with Google Hangouts too. Now, what webcam should you use? Well, I use the Logitech HD Pro Webcam C, as in Charlie, 920. Again, Logitech C920 records an 80 or 1080p. It's it's great. It's fantastic. It runs about uh, it runs for about 70 bucks on Amazon. Uh, you know, there's different there's different price ranges depending on where you get it, but it's a fairly cheap but very reliable and very high quality webcam. You just stick it on top of your desktop or your MacBook Pro or whatever, and you record, and it's great. So if you use that, that, that's what you would use as well. For audio, again, the audio is very important in a webinar as well. A lot of people think it's the video, and the video is important, yes, and you want the lighting to be fine. If you're anywhere where you're close to daylight or um, direct sunlight, you know, get close to that because that's what's going to make things look best. You want to make sure you're, uh, the front of your face is lit. Now, if you're doing it at night, you want to have some uh, s- some light kind of both you know, kind of three-point lighting system, any sort of light that's lighting your face, which is good. Sometimes the monitor is just enough, but sometimes when you're switching between screens, it can mess with the lighting of your face a little bit. But lighting on either side of you and, and, and lighting the background too, just so it doesn't look like you're, you know, telling a campfire story uh, is the best to do. You don't have to worry so much about lighting, but the lighting is something to think about. And just as long as you're conscious about it, and you'll see a preview of what's shown on the screen on the video before you hit record or hit broadcast. So, uh, that, that, that's fine. Um, but in terms of audio, the audio is very important. It's something a lot, of, a lot of people forget about. Now, I would go podcasting quality with it. Now, that doesn't mean you have to spend a ton of money. There is a mic out there called the Audio-Technica ATR2100, ATR2100. It's a USB cardioid dynamic USB XLR mic, which means that you can connect to your USB port or it can connect to a mixer through an XLR cable. And it runs about 60 bucks, which is very cheap. And it sounds almost as good as a high LPR40, which is an XLR microphone that has to connect to a mixer and then connect to your computer and also runs about 300 bucks or 400 bucks. So again, the Audio-Technica ATR2100 USB. Uh, it's, it's a great, great microphone. I use it when I'm on the go. And so you could use that for your webinars and that would do the job in terms of audio quality. Now, in terms of recording, and again, I'm sorry, Daniel, it took so long to get here if this is the only part you were looking forward to, but uh, the recording, I always record on a second device because if you record on your own device, your own desktop, you're going to record everything on your screen, and there are certain administrative panels that you don't necessarily want shown on a replay, for example, but you want to get the point of view of the viewer. So what I do is I have my laptop. I do my webinars on my desktop, and I have a laptop. Or if I'm, you know, if I'm on my laptop on the go and I don't have access to a second computer, I call my buddy or I call my friend, and I tell him to record it. And I tell him to record it using something like ScreenFlow or Camtasia Studios, and that's that's what'll do it. So make sure it records the uh, the, the the most important thing is if you are using a computer to record the webinar using ScreenFlow or Camtasia, that you record the system audio. If you don't have the system audio on, you're going to record the video, but not the audio, and that's not good. 
you want to record the system audio. Now, some screen capture software will require you to download a certain plugin or tool in order to do that, which is fine. ScreenFlow, I think, does that. Maybe not in the latest version. It might have it enabled already. But uh, it just makes it really easy for you once you download that driver. Or I, I don't even know exactly how it goes, but it, 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 it'll walk you through the process. But get ScreenFlow. AskPat.com slash ScreenFlow is the tool. Uh, and it's amazing. And you just record your whole screen. And then from ScreenFlow after you're done, you can go and hit stop recording. And then you can edit it from there and just export it. And export it directly to YouTube if you wish. Or export it into something and then upload it into a host where you can then put it into a membership site or a course or behind a paywall and sell it. So there's a lot of things you can do, but that's how I would record. ScreenFlow. You run the webinar the exact same way, but you just record on a second computer using ScreenFlow with the system audio on and your money. So, Daniel, I hope that answers your question. And for everybody else out there, hope that hopefully that educates you a little bit more on webinars and stuff, I would uh, definitely go to lewishouse.com for more information on webinars. He's got some great information on webinars. He's the one who taught me initially how to get hooked up with webinars. And actually, let me look online here really quick. Webinar, Lewis House, Smart Passive Income. Lewis was on the web or on the SPI podcast, the Smart Passive Income podcast, way back in 2011. But this is very relevant content still. It's episode 29. How to Conduct and Master a Webinar with Lewis Howes from lewishouse.com. Go to smartpassiveincome.com slash session29. Smartpassiveincome.com slash session29, and that'll take you directly to this particular episode. You can listen to it, and it's fantastic. It'll tell you everything you need to know about mastering a webinar and the sales process and all you know what has to go into it and what parts and transitions and all this stuff. Lewis is amazing. So check it out. Again, that's smartpassiveincome.com slash session29. Nine. Woo. All right, Daniel, thank you so much for your question. And Ask Pat T-shirt is going to be headed your way for having your question featured here on the show. Thank you so much. For those of you listening, if you have a question you'd like potentially featured here on the show, just head on over to askpat.com. You can ask right there on that page. All righty. Thank you so much for listening today. Here's a quote to finish off by Tony Blair. He said, the art of leadership is saying no, not yes. It is very easy to say yes. Cheers, take care, and I'll see you in the next episode of Ask Pat. Thanks. Hey there, thank you for listening to Ask Pat 2.0. Now, you might have noticed that we haven't published a new episode in a while, and that is because in 2023, after 1,269 episodes, we decided to sunset the show, for now at least. And this way, we can focus our energy and efforts on our other podcasts and other projects That being said, all 1,269 episodes are still live and downloadable, and the published dates may be old, but there are still a ton of questions I've answered on the show and people I've coached. Those episodes are just as valuable as they were back then. So you can also visit smartpassiveincome.com slash askpat to dig through the archives. Plus, there's a search tool on the website that lets you search across our podcasts and blog. And of course, the Smart Passive Income podcast is still live and energetic and awesome and publishing twice a week. So make sure you're subscribed there so we can still continue this conversation. And we have some of the foremost experts and thought leaders in entrepreneurship on the show every single week. So you definitely don't want to miss it. Again, check it out. It's the Smart Passive Income podcast. Just find it wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can find it there as well. Thank you again for listening in and I'll catch you in the next one. Cheers.